If you are currently going through a fire in life, then today's program is for you. The Holy Spirit has the power and the principles to guide you through the fire so that you don't even smell like smoke. Welcome to Refined, finding joy in the midst of the fire. This is Carol McLeod, and I'm delighted that you have joined me on Defiant Joy Radio. Welcome to Defiant Joy Radio with Carol McLeod. For more information about Carol, Just Joy Ministries, or her other messages, please visit our website at justjoyministries.com. And you can find Carol on Facebook at Carol McLeod, Bible teacher and author. We're also here if you need prayer. Please call us toll free with your prayer request. 1-855-569-5433. That's 1-855-JOY-LIFE. Now, let's join Carol for today's inspiring message. We're studying one of the most beloved stories of the Old Testament. It's the story of Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These four young men who had been taken as hostages by the Babylonian government, these four young men had to resolve to stand firm and to serve their God in spite of the compromise of the culture that they had been kidnapped into. We're learning life principles from these young men that are going to help us in our journey through life. The first principle that we learned was don't let the enemy tell you who you are. Do you remember that King Nebuchadnezzar renamed these young men? And you have an enemy who will endeavor to do that as well. Always get your identity from the word of God. Go to the Bible. See what the Bible says about you, because that's who you are indeed. The second principle that we learned was be careful who you choose as a role model. The scripture tells us in Daniel 1.8 that Daniel made up his mind. And apparently his influence on the three other young men was profound because Daniel chose to stand firm in the face of peer pressure and compromise. So did the other three young men. If you can choose a strong believer as your role model, somebody who's made up their mind to serve God wholeheartedly, it will help you when you're between that infamous rock and a hard place. Let's continue our reading today in Daniel chapter 2, verses 47 through 49. The king answered Daniel and said, Surely your God is a God of gods and a Lord of kings and a revealer of mysteries, since you have been able to reveal this mystery. Then the king promoted Daniel and gave him many great gifts, and he made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon and chief prefect over all the wise men of Babylon. And Daniel made request of the king, and he appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego over the administration of the province of Babylon while Daniel was at the king's court. So what had happened here is that Daniel had interpreted a dream for the King Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon. And King Nebuchadnezzar was so impressed with Daniel that, that he said, you know what? 
I think that the God you serve is the God of all gods. He's the Lord of all kings. At this point in the story, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had been named administrators in charge of Babylon. And so Nebuchadnezzar was beginning to understand who these boys were. But he did make a mistake. He still built a golden image, 90 feet high. I can't help but wonder if the confession of Nebuchadnezzar was only head knowledge. It was not heart knowledge. Oh, he knew that they served a mighty God, but he wasn't willing to embrace his ways for himself. And so Nebuchadnezzar built a gold image 90 feet high. And the command was this, at the sound of music, everybody was supposed to bow. If not, they would be thrown into the blazing furnace. Now, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego refused to bow. They said, we ain't bowing. There's no way we will bow to that golden image. Well, King Nebuchadnezzar, out of the goodness of his heart, gave them a second chance. Let's read what happens in Daniel 3, verses 13 through 18. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in a rage and anger, gave orders to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then these men were brought before the king. Nebuchadnezzar responded and said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the golden image that I have set up? Now, if you are ready, at the moment you hear the sound of the horn, flute, lyre, trigon, psaltery, and bagpipe, and all kinds of music, to fall down and worship the image that I have made very well. But if you do not worship, you will immediately be cast into the midst of a furnace of blazing fire. And what God is there who can deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to give you an answer concerning this matter. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the furnace of blazing fire, and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But even if he does not, let it be known to you, O king, that we are not going to serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. They were filled with faith. They didn't have any doubts. They said, our God is well able. They were not afraid of the heat or the intensity of the fire. So the next principle that we learn from this story is be very, very careful what comes out of your mouth when you see a fire headed your direction. Do you know what faith is? Faith is this. It's knowing that your God is well able and not being afraid of the fire in your life. Faith is declaring the goodness of God even when a fire is headed your direction. Whenever I study this story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, I often think about what Peter said in 1 Peter 4.12. Beloved, do not be afraid of the fiery ordeal among you, which comes upon you for your testing, as though some strange thing were happening to you, but to the degree that you share the sufferings of Christ— 
Keep on rejoicing so that also at the revelation of his glory, you may rejoice with exaltation. So what's the next principle from the story? It's don't be afraid. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego weren't afraid. And Peter tells us in 1 Peter 4.12, don't be afraid of the fiery ordeal among you. Now, this word afraid that Peter uses in the New Testament actually means surprised. It means bewildering astonishment. So Peter's saying, don't be shocked when a fire comes your way. He's Peter tells you why the fire is coming. It comes upon you for your testing. You know, Peter is preparing us for the fires that lie ahead in 1 Peter 4.12. And what he's trying to do, just like a good weatherman would do, is help us be prepared to face the ferocity of any given fire. You know, I live in Buffalo, New York, and I know what to do when a storm is predicted. I turn on the news station and I listen to the most trusted weathermen that are on my local network. I used to live in the South. I knew what to do when a hurricane was predicted. I turn on the local network and listen to the most trusted weather forecaster in my region and I would do whatever they told me to do. You need to take the advice of Peter. You need to do what he is telling you to do. First of all, he says, don't be afraid. And then he says, keep on rejoicing. So that's the next principle we learn about how to go through the fire and not even smell like smoke. If a fire is coming, put your hands in the air and start to worship. Turn up the praise music. Open your mouth and sing at the top of your lungs. I hope that you will take the advice of the Holy Spirit as well as you take the advice of your local weatherman. What did Peter tell us? We don't get to fear, but we do get to rejoice. So when a fire is headed your way, throw off fear and put on the praise and worship music. You know, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego must have heard from the same Holy Spirit 600 years before Peter did, because they stood in faith, even by the threaten of a fire. Now, I want to help you with this today and tomorrow. I want to help you stand in faith. Sometimes standing in faith can be a nebulous principle, can it? But let's make it practical today. Ephesians 6.16 says this, in addition to all, take up the shield of faith with which you will be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Well, praise the Lord. You have your faith to get you through the fire of life. That's why your faith is so valuable. Your faith is the weapon. Your faith is a shield and it protects you from the fire. Now, flaming arrows are not from God. Do you see what Ephesians 6.16 says? Flaming arrows come from the evil one. 
you know, it's easy when life is good, isn't it? To talk the big talk of faith. But when you're facing fire, when you're in a spiritual warfare, when you're encountering persecution, when you're in an uncomfortable position, can you still defy the fire with your shield of faith? This shield that Roman soldiers would use was as big as a door, and they could stand behind it, and some of their comrades could stand behind it, and the flaming arrows of the enemy wouldn't even touch them. You know, I have often helped my children with what to say in a difficult situation in life. When my children were teenagers, we'd talk about what to say if someone offered them drugs or if someone wanted them to cheat on a test at school. I've actually given them words to say ahead of time when I knew they were going to deal with a difficult person in life. I want you to decide today how you will respond to the fire. What words of faith will you use? Will you determine ahead of time to put up your shield in faith, to walk in faith, and to stand in faith? We're so glad you were able to join us today. The Just Joy staff would love to hear from you. Please call us at 1-855-569-5433. That's 1-855-JOY-LIFE. Or simply go online to justjoyministries.com. Whether you want to live above the ordinary or learn to worship God even during hardships, Carol has great teachings to help you every step of the way. Carol would love to come speak in your area. Her messages of hope and joy have blessed so many. Contact us today at JustJoyMinistries.com or call toll-free 1-855-569-5433. It's my pleasure to study God's Word with you and remind you to never, never, never give up. Don't give up on God or on yourself or on your future. Never give up. If you're struggling and need prayer, please call us today. The phone number is easy to remember, 855-JOY-LIFE. Or you can email me directly, carol at justjoyministries.com. If you've been blessed by the messages and the ministry, please let us know with your sponsorship. Call us toll free, 855-569-5433 or go online to justjoyministries.com.